For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. All this week, we'll be talking to uh, Reverend Russ Whitfield. Uh, Russ, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Yeah, Russ is the Director of Cross-Cultural Advancement uh, for Reformed University Fellowship. Uh, Russ, we've had a few RUF campus ministers on the show before, but why don't you just take a little bit of time to tell us, okay, what is RUF briefly, and then what you do as Director of Cross-Cultural Advancement? Yeah, so RUF is the campus ministry of the Presbyterian Church, the PCA. Um, I'm assuming most listeners are familiar with the PCA. <laughs> I'll use the acronym. Um, but it's the campus ministry of our denomination, and um, the goal of RUF is to uh, equip students uh, to love Jesus for a lifetime, essentially, and to connect them uh, to the local church. So, um, so we send out ordained campus ministers uh, onto campuses in order to um, equip students and to um, to engage the campus. So, what I do as director of cross cultural advancement is uh, help senior leadership and also campus ministers to love the fullness of the campus, uh, all the the different types of people who are showing up on the college campus. Um, and I also help with recruitment and uh, retention of um, staff of color for uh, for RUF. Awesome. Yeah, and we appreciate your work there. And obviously, we need to talk about something more important. That's your family. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your family before we get started? We don't want to leave that out. <laughs> yeah, so I am married to the, the lovely Vanessa. And together, we have four children, uh, Tiana. Elijah, Lorenzo, and Carissa, ages 10, 6, 3, and 1. So we uh, we have quite a, a handful, but we're loving every minute of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, as we get into today's questions, uh, Russ does have a lot on his plate. Obviously, he just said four children, um, but, but he's got a lot going on. So some of these podcasts might be just slightly shorter than our regular format, so that for our listeners just to know... Um, yeah, we're, we're in a little bit of a time crunch, so it might be a little bit rushed, but I'm um, talking about a very important topic, uh, really uh, ta- talking about diversity, and some of this comes from, for those who don't know, um, RYM has student conferences in the summer. Russ was our main speaker um, at our Colorado conference this past summer, um, and I'd encourage you, if you go to rym.org conferences, um, you can go and listen to uh, his sermons uh, from each night, and one of them specifically I think it was the one, uh, sermon number four on Thursday night, uh, talking about this topic of diversity. And I guess, too, also should say you're, you're going to be speaking this summer um, at yeah. our, our high school Florida 2 conference. So that's exciting. A little plug for that. 
Um, but but what I wanted you to do was to, to have a little bit more time to, to answer some of the questions that might come up from uh, that sermon uh, on Thursday night and uh, talk about some questions that uh, would be centered on that. So the first one is, um, Russ, you talked about, you know, relaxing God's standard. Um, specifically in relation to neighbor love, and you used the example of the Fitbit, um, which was helpful. Uh, so c- could you talk just a bit more about uh, what you mean by this and then what you think God's standard is? Yeah. Um, so I think to put to put a fine point on it, uh, Jesus summarized the law uh, when he was asked about what what is it really all about? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And immediately, um, I think that the the impulse is to is to say, okay, be reasonable, Jesus. Let's shrink this down um, to a more manageable kind of uh, dimension. And so um, when I talk about, you know, how I I changed the goal on my Fitbit to a standard I could meet. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to get at something of my own soul and our, I think our collective soul dynamic. Um, we're always trying to excuse ourselves for um, for failing to love people we ought to be loving. So I think a, a constant is that we want to be known as loving people. But we only really want to love the people who love us back. Um, we only want to love the people who agree with us uh, or share our sensibilities or our culture. And I think that's the moral equivalent of a blue ribbon for participation. And so <laughs> I want the credit, but I, I don't want to really uh, be caught doing the hard thing. And so um, I really like I haven't read the book. I just like the title. Uh <laughs> The, uh, a, a popular author named Bob Goff wrote this book called Everybody Always. And so if I could summarize what I was getting at, that's it. What does God expect of us in terms of love? Everybody, always. And I, and I, and I think that uh, one of the, you really start to get honest with yourself and grow through this when you, when you recognize how, fall, how far you, you fall short of what's expected of us. And I'll say two more things. There's an old illustration for sin. And uh, it's, it's in, the, in, the, um, in the context of a story. And the story is this, you know, someone's, someone's driving down this country road and they see this barn that has all of these, these targets, these, these bullseyes on them with arrows right in the center of the bullseye. And so the, the, the man driving down the road says, this is remarkable. I mean, the marksmanship of whoever's shooting these. So he gets out of his car, he, he walks over and he finds this man. He says, Did, were you the one who put those, those arrows in the, in the center of those bullseyes? You must have a remarkable you know, target. And the man says, well, no, actually, I just I shoot the arrows wherever I want and then I draw the bullseye <laughs> around them. And so I, I think when it comes to love, we shoot where we want and we aim our love at who we want to. And then we draw the bullseye around it and say, yes, I'm loving. No one really wants to admit that they're a hateful, spiteful, resentful, selfish jerk most of the time. But I think the, the only way you get to the beginning of that and recognizing that and owning that is when you see the degree of love that God shows to us in the gospel and Jesus 
And it's only when you see that kind of love that you realize how, how, how much we fail at the call to love. But it's only by seeing yourself as one of those targets of his love that you will actually grow in love. And so it's like the bad news. We are far less loving than we ever imagined. And the good news is that we're far more loved than we ever dreamed. And so that's, you know, that's been thrown around our circles, that phraseology a lot. I think it's Jack Miller who says that. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think that when it comes to diversity, um, we're not just out to get different colored people in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's a, a, a secular version of diversity, which is content to have different colored people in the room. Um, but I think that what we're talking about in terms of scripture is what I would call doxological diversity. And so doxology comes from the word glory in Greek to glorify. Um, and we pursue diversity for the glory of God. And I think that when we read scripture, we see that it results in the glory of God when we pursue this life of love. And, and when we think doxologically, this is the end of the story, glorification. Every nation, every tribe, every tongue worshiping the Lamb. So there, I think there's a big difference between mere diversity um, and doxological diversity. Hmm. That's really good. And like you're getting at, I mean, I mean, just the phrase "everyone always." And I haven't, I haven't read that book either. And I know everybody thinks differently about authors and, and things like that. So saying nothing about you know, the author, but, but how we, we want to relax God's standards. And we, we need to realize of how broad, like you're saying, the, 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 the word diversity is. It's not just color we're talking about here. I mean, this can be, um, you know, those touched by special needs, for example. Yes. Uh, I mean, just seeing that this is a broad topic, a broad issue, and that really, I mean, this does, it exposes our sinful heart yeah. and how we just want to make this easier. And, and like you said, show love to those that are easy to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really this, this digs down to a lot of heart issues yeah. um, and exposes, exposes all of us. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that's, that's helpful to think about it in the, in those terms. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ, as we're closing this out, any last comment as we're shutting this one down? Um, I think that whenever you're looking for an action item, uh, you hear something and you feel provoked by it. I think that, that three things that I always recommend uh, in terms of growing and changing is always turn to the means of grace, the word, the sacraments, and prayer, okay? Um, Two, um, begin to ask questions in terms of what repentance looks like in this particular area. What does it look like to actually turn from a particular sin to our particular Savior for not only forgiveness, but transforming grace. Um, and then, and then three is take the next step (laughs) just to simplify it. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good. And that that was a lot crammed into, we had about eight minutes there, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which, uh, hopefully this kind of sets up some of the context talking about your sermon. I know tomorrow we'll talk a little bit more about your sermon and then for the next few days, we'll, uh, get in some more applications. So Russ, again, thank you for your time. Gladly, gladly. 